when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. We talked about playing the game of dreidel, and we couldn't even remember any of the the Hebrew letters on any side of it. I remember I came it. up with some sound that may we, or may we not. We both came up with sounds. Right. None of them were remotely Hebrew. Yeah, gimel. That's right. I remember that. That's where you have to put all your stuff back, I think. Is that right? Maybe. Or uh, dreidel is a terrible game. All right? Like, I've played it a bunch of times. It's not fun. It's like... I thought it was fun. Really? You yeah, think dreidel is fun? I thought it when I was a kid. I well, mean, yeah, we but play... kids are stupid. I mean, oh, I thought well, everything was fun when I was a kid. Well, when you're an adult? <laughs> Adults who are around kids and have to play oh. games with kids. Oh, it's like Candyland. I thought that was so great when I was a kid. And then as an oh. adult, I was like, this is the worst game ever designed. It's yes. so dumb. Well, I mean, the good thing about Candyland is I think, you know how we're all going to be placed, replaced with robots sooner or later? Candyland, since happened. there's no well, yeah, but um, Candyland, since there's no strategy of any kind, it's just like flip the card, flip the next fucking card. Yeah. Like or, I could replace myself with a Candyland playing robot, yeah, and just entertain. Or all the a two year old. I mean, like the adults not required for that game. But that's the thing with kids: the adult is always required, <laughs> but for no reason. <laughs> Believe me, I have a lot of experience with this. Well, you didn't. You didn't. Uh, you're not. You're not raising your child the way we were raised. Like how to just. I would sit on both sides of the chessboard. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I should have done. I mean, that's what my kid is like now that she's 13. Like, she doesn't need me anymore. I think that might have been the geekiest thing I've ever admitted. That you played both I, sides that, of a chess. Yeah. I mean, is that something you would have expected from me? Um, yeah. Really? <laughs> Do I have a nerd streak? Well, I mean, not. I wouldn't have except that uh, you um, challenged me to chess in an airport. Oh, recently, yeah, that, and, was and won. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Oh, you didn't think I would win? <laughs> no, I, I had no, I know, I, I, I guess I, th- I figured once you challenged me to play chess, I figured probably you would win. I see. Um, I would go on both sides of the chessboard to play myself, but then what I would try to do as a kid, my kid mind, was try to erase my memory so I would be a good opponent. Okay, that is super nerdy. Yeah, right? You win. I do. <laughs> and I actually thought that I had some control over that. Like, I'd be like, I'm going to forget what her strategy was. Oh, God, I wish I had control. <laughs> I could forget, like, uh, I mean, that's the whole point of that Eternal Sunshine movie, exactly. right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I would be, I would go in for that. I would be the guinea pig for that. If they come up with a way to uh, excise bad memories from yeah. your brain, yeah. like, I am in. I don't care if they accidentally lobotomize me. It is worth the risk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to talk about sports right now because i just out geeked myself yeah, you want, okay, okay great <laughs> Softball. we could also read a book uh, i mean i don't know okay let's read some literature um i just realized i left my kindle on the other side of the room <laughs> oh i thought you were saying another hebrew letter <laughs> kindle sounds like it could be on a dreidel a gimel a kindle what do you get for for a Kindle? Oh, you you have to read a terrible book for half an hour. <laughs> and boy, do we have a terrible book today. Uh, okay, so um, today's book is by Sarah Palin, um, former personality. Boo. <laughs> Who sounds actually fairly normal now. I, I know. That's, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the book is called Good Tidings and Great Joy, Protecting the True Meaning of Christmas. Protecting the Heart of Christmas. Mm. Um, and it's a nonfiction book, and I'm doing air quotes. Okay. Uh huh. It's not. It's not a novel. Oh right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Sarah Palin has written a novel. If so, we should probably read it. Shall we begin? Yes. All right. 
I never, I've never had to dream. I just of, thought of the name. We should come up with of, of Sarah Palin's novel. novel. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> the Bridge to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It was the Bridge to Nowhere. Was no, that it? Well, yeah, but no, no, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah Bridge no, to I'm Nowhere. Not you. Oh, okay, Bridge to Nowhere. Yeah. Um, let's try to remember what. <laughs> it just sounds like a bad romance novel that she would write. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, yeah, meet like a, a Cossack who can really like. Cossack her up. Not to analyze my own joke, but there was a lot going on in that joke. I'm, I'm very, I'm very pleased for you. <laughs> and I can for, see Alaska. I can see Russia from my backyard. Uh-huh. The, the bridge, bridge to, to nowhere. nowhere. There was a bunch going on. There were layers, man. Okay, go ahead. Okay, now I'm actually listening to you. I've never had to dream of a white Christmas. Growing up in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first line of the book. Every black person's like, really? Uh huh. Yeah. Really? Never had to dream of it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Because you're living it, baby. <laughs> Growing up in Alaska, I didn't have to imagine oh, snow. It wasn't up. some romantic notion or a fluffy excuse to get out of school. What do you, what do you use fluffy? I, do you snow. have a fluffy excuse to get out of school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan Savage would tell you all about exactly. it. Exactly. It was something I shoveled from the driveway, threw at my brother, and, ate, and ate with my sister. Shit! <laughs> it was, yeah, when it was shit that fell from the sky. I never thought of snow as a picturesque picturesque backdrop that's not easy to say picturesque Resc- backdrop picturesque drap drap drop <laughs> wait, 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 hold up. picturesque drap drop yeah ba- picturesque backdrop that's very like i i feel bad for uh, the, whoever reads sarah palin's audiobooks maybe they're read by sarah palin i don't know oh, that would be the most annoying commute <laughs> i never thought of snow as a picturesque backdrop for christmas cards that would politely melt away for safer new year's eve parties what politely melt politely yeah, that's how we all think of snow is that thing that politely melts away i hate away. rude snow our snow seemed relentless heavy and sometimes even threatening oh god she, so she clearly didn't write this, this is a ghostwriter <laughs> oh for sure a force to be reckoned with an ever-present reality that stole the sure footing on roadways caused roofs to collapse and made us children squeal in delight oh god this is horrid <laughs> they squealed in delight just before the roof collapsed and killed them Though we were were always guaranteed a white Christmas, the magic of the last frontier reached far beyond the stunning icy backdrop. I grew up just 300 miles from North Pole, Alaska. Didn't you um, rent a porn movie recently, Magic of the Last Frontier? Oh, for sure. Yeah, so much, so many layers of clothing. Butt stuff. That was the subtitle, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, the, in in Alaska, you know, what makes living in Alaska so exciting is that people have to wear so many layers, and it takes you have to remove so many layers just to get to the butt, right? Um, the butt, which is that's I mean, that's the true the true meaning of butt. Uh, okay, it isn't the true North Pole, but don't tell that to the hundreds of thousands of children children who've sent letters there over the years. Alaska is the perfect place to watch for Santa and his reindeer, as the spectacular northern lights make them easier to spot. There's something about the harsh, cold outdoors that makes opening Christmas presents by the fireplace so cozy. Aww. I don't see, I don't hear Jesus in this Christmas. Well, I, I sort of have this sixth sense that he's on the way. He's on the way. Like many Americans, he's coming back. Mm. Like many Americans, we have fun, long-standing family Christmas traditions. For years, we cut down our tree from our own or, or friend's property. <laughs> Really? Uh, possibly without the asking. Neighbors. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. like timber. <laughs> we plop the sometimes Charlie Ew. Brown looking spruce in our living room. Plop? Yeah, they plop the spruce. <laughs> that's that's uh isn't that your Thanksgiving tradition? Um 
We, we plop the sometimes Charlie Brown-looking spruce in our living room, tether it with fish line, and decorate it with our variety of ornaments what? collected over the years. What? Tether it with fish line? First of all, isn't it called fishing line? And secondly, would that hold up a tree? But, but I don't understand tethering it. with oh, To get I, it home? Oh, to get it oh, home. Oh, no, because it's after they plop it in their living room. Oh, right. Don't so they plop and tether? They don't have a tree stand? But what does tether mean? It means tie something to something, right? Yeah. So why would there be a fish fishing line? I, I think she's saying like they, that's what they use to make it stand up. That's my guess, but... Oh, that's a, an attractive tree. It's like all it's tied at all corners <laughs> to the, right, the, the like, wall. Like places in the wall. Strands of fishing to the lines. Couch, tree, to the yeah. sink. Oh, and they, and to the, the toilet. And the kids trip over it every like they run out for Christmas morning and just like fucking face plant. That's, that's how you can't forget Jesus and Christmas because exactly. you're falling all the time and then remembering Jesus and, and your then, sins. And then you get healed miraculously. Oh God! It's like Charlotte's um, Web of <clears throat> Christmas. Uh, tether it with fish line and decorate it with our variety of ornaments collected over the years. Fat Santas, comically slender snowmen. That sounds what? hilarious. Comically slender snowmen? Yeah, because like a snowman is fat, but if it's skinny, that's a funny joke. Uh, pine cones topped with velvet ribbons, sticky sweet candy canes, and felt mittens with the kids' lopsided names written on the backs with Sharpie markers. You know what this book is missing? Adjectives. <laughs> That was a joke only Matthew appreciates. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, let's not explain. Oh, and we bake. Usually, my sister's mom, daughter, we and... We bake, baby. My sister's mom, daughters, and best girlfriends join me in the kitchen, and we bake until the smell of cinnamon rolls overtakes the aroma of our Alaska spruce. Of our... There's so many... Remember when, we, when everyone knew all of Sarah Palin's kids' names mm. in 2008? Yep. Um, I, I can't name one. There's one that's like truck, but I think that was a joke. <laughs> uh, no, I can't remember. Bristol. Bristol, Bristol. was the, the pregnant yeah. one, I think. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I have the disgusting cold. We both do. We live out the old song, over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go, but with a more efficient method of travel. Whoa. Um, do you feel like you need a shower after reading this? I really this? do. This is as sticky and sweet I, as that candy cane. I feel like I've been imprisoned inside a Hallmark card, and it's like a, one of those musical yeah. cards. Yeah. Um, do you think they also uh, live out the old song, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? One can only hope. Yeah. Uh, on icy Christmas Eves and that climactic next morning, we often Ooh. jump on our... <laughs> wow. Have fun, Palin. <laughs> Guess what the next word is? We often jump on our... Nice. Uh, jump! Oh, jump on our bed. Snow machines. Oh, how could I be so wrong? <laughs> and wind our way. Is that a word? Like, I've heard snowmobile, but I've never heard someone say snow machine. I haven't either. Okay. And wind our way around frozen natural trail markers and under the snow-covered branches of the cottonwood trees. One by one, Jesus. we make our way through the woods and along the roadside as gorgeous white powder kicks up around us. It's cocaine. And the frigid <laughs> air bites any exposed skin on our faces. Whoa. Biting, biting air, okay? Mm -hmm. There we go. We glide through our valley. Oh, God. <laughs> glide through your valley. Embraced by majestic mountains. Oh, titties. <laughs> yeah, 100%. With my family. Occasionally startling a moose. Well, that happens. Uh, the moose is like, whoa, tit. <laughs> Wait, they startle everyone. Yeah, it's true. Passing. So it's hard for me to get dressed in the morning. <laughs> whoa! 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 Majestic mountains. What? Whoa. A moose. And then April walks in. I'm like, wow, there's no, more. No, there's more. They're multiplying. Run. Mm -hmm. 
passing caribou farther north and hoping the kids in the back keep up. As governor, I was able to see... That's a great transition. (laughs) Wait, this sentence actually starts. As governor, I was able to see... Mm-hmm. Russia. Uh-huh. Even no. More, no. No. I was able to see even more jaw-dropping vistas throughout Alaska. Lots mm. and lots of tits. Right. But the most beautiful scenes were the ones I've taken in through the lenses of my snow machine goggles. Oh, God. <laughs> um, which is like beer goggles, I think. <laughs> snow machine goggles. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a great pick, Matthew. When we arrive at the homes of our friends and families, we frequently play Eskimo Bingo. Oh, no. This is not going to be good. A gift-swapping game, and the only time we enthusiastically encourage the kids to be greedy. Oh, okay. gosh. T- two things. First of all, this is super this is racist. super racist. Secondly, what about capitalism? I mean, isn't, isn't the whole point of being like a... Right, Republican encouraging kids to be greedy. Well, I mean, what, isn't that the best part? But what is what's that game that people play? Also, is a um, white elephant. Don't they play mm-hmm. that around Christmas time as well? I think it's probably the same thing, is but it? but yeah. without, without a racist without name. Racist. So, well, so I don't this know. is better. I don't know. White elephant sounds That's like that, it could be okay, a little racist. Sure. <laughs> Everyone brings a wrapped gift for exchange and places it on the floor. With a timer ticking, we roll dice in a pie tin and hope to get doubles so the gift grabbing can begin. <laughs> <laughs> each of the land grabbing <laughs> then we put all our keys in a fishbowl now no. uh, each person gets to steal presents from the center of Great, our circle from eskimos <laughs> even ones already nabbed yeah <laughs> this, this might terrible. sound like a fun parlor game but it gets intense mm-hmm. <laughs> three children died last yes, year yes exactly that's what exactly <laughs> i was gonna say when someone unwraps something good and places it on the floor even for a moment it's fair game one year, a highly coveted box of homemade chocolates from a bakery in Indiana caused us to play well into the night. That is something that you'll never hear Seattle Light ever say. Uh, by, a, a well-baked box well, of chocolates, chocolates from, chocolates from Indiana. Indiana. The, where the, they make the best chocolate in Indiana. I right? think we They're can all agree. They're famous for yes. their chocolates. Internationally famous. To Alaska, Indiana is, is you know, chocolate. It's chocolate capital. Yeah. I ended up with that one because I'm the mom, and I refused to let the game end until it ended well. Oh, power, some power years, grab, power grab. <laughs> some <First> years, <laughs> I've ended up with one of the gag gifts. A mm. singing fish wall plaque, a dusty old fossil from Dad's garage shelf, a warped tin sign that reads, Give me a beer, the in-laws are here. <sighs> but Todd makes sure my real Christmas Todd. gifts are amazing. I didn't forget his name. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> He's always given good gifts. I bet. Um, should we take it to a break? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and come back with more. I think this should be a breakless. Okay. Drive through. Let's plow through. On our snow machines? Uh huh. All right. Uh, when we were 17 and my friends had already received polo sweaters, the newest Go Go's vinyl record, or Gloria Vanderbilt jeans from their boyfriends, Todd surprised me with a Todd. traditional Eskimo grass woven basket oh, and Alaska God. gold nugget earrings from a native village near his hometown. I'm sorry, Todd is the worst. Todd is the worst. And Todd never did that. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, well, I mean, it, he did, like, you know, if, if he thought, like, this is what I have to do to get some, then then probably he did. No. Um, in that tradition, he has given me a beautiful red manual ice auger for fishing on the lake. You're, you've gone fishing. I mean, you're a fish person. What's an ice auger? Is it, it like for... It's to, to, to get through the ice. It's like a, a drill. It's like a drill for drilling holes. A, a, a drill, a drill for drilling holes. Okay, a thirty-06 rifle. Oh, a pair of hockey skates, 
snowshoes for hardcore winter workouts, uh, and cords of seasoned spruce for my fireplace. Aww. Here, what's that mean? Here's my wood. <laughs> what, what's that a euphemism for? Uh, uh, here's yeah, here's a gun. Um, here's some snowshoes for hardcore workouts, oh, and nice. here's my wood. My wood. I so appreciate that one, as I have an unusual affinity for chopping and stacking my own wood. So do I. Oh. <laughs> Do you stack your wood? As I daily. As the old saying goes, chop your own wood and it'll warm you twice. Wait, whoa. Okay. You picked the book based on that. You're n- no, I, I hadn't gotten this far. Is it your Y-E-R, chop your own wood? Well, probably. You yeah. chop your own wood. You're saying this like you're not familiar with this old saying. Well, guess what? I put in chop your own into Google and mm-hmm. that's all I needed. Really? Wood and it will warm you twice. First, pillow, poster, or t-shirt. I get it, because it warms you when you're chopping it, and then again when you burn it. You just got that now? I just got that now. (laughs) You're such an urbanite. (laughs) Um, I think I once chopped a wood. A wood. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I I was like on a camping, like a uh, class camping trip, and I know everyone had to like swing the axe once, and Mm. I like did once. The wood did not split. I'm like, I'm done with this. This Mm. is too hard. I've never heard this saying before. Chop your own wood. It'll warm you twice. Okay, nope. this is the power of the internet. Excuse me. Chop your own wood and warm you twice. And then right underneath that on Reddit is fuck the Jews. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, Palin. <clears throat> Anything on there about um, Eskimo swap or whatever mm-hmm. it's called? Okay, Eskimo bingo. Uh, no Christmas lilies or lavender bubble bath in the stocking from this dude. No, sir. Todd's all man. Todd is all man. Uh, he would never take a bath. Uh, he's as unique as his gifts. I've tried oh. to reciprocate with thoughtful presents, but all Todd wants is the same thing. Oh, BJ for Todd, right? <laughs> um, no, he, uh, he wants his auger which, polished. It, which he, yeah, <laughs> which he calls gift cards for gas to keep his snow machine truck and float plane topped off. Wait, gotta, that's what he calls it. That's yeah, so you awkward. Top off Todd's float plane. Hey, honey, could you top off my float plane wait, wait, tonight? Back up a second. Uh-huh. That's what he asked for in that language. Um, that's what it says. All Todd wants is the same thing: gift cards for gas. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, I love that he's easy to please. Mm. Last year, however, gift cards for gas. That's so lame. Okay, things are about to get political. I'm going to warn you. Okay. Could get could get hot in here. All right. Last year, however, I think I was able to pull off a good one for him. All right. <laughs> to combat the anti-gun chatter coming from Washington, I surprised him with a nice, needed, powerful gun. Oh. I then asked him for a metal gun holder for my four, four-wheeler. Not only was this small act of civil disobedience fun, it allowed me to finally live out one of my favorite lines from a country song, he's got the rifle, I got the rack. Oh, my. That's, <laughs> That's kind of catchy. Yeah, I kind of like that. Uh-huh. So, wait, I want to back up a second. She said this was a small act of civil disobedience. Was this an illegal gun? Uh, I don't know. I mean, because I don't think so, but it's not civil disobedience if you buy something that is legal to buy. Um, Stretch goal for you tonight. I want you to refer to your penis as a rifle and Lori's vagina as a rack. Can you do that? The the rack isn't a vagina. (laughs) How do you know? I... You've got a rifle, I've got a rack. Because you there's put your already r- something the called a rack. Yeah, but I don't think you're going to hang your rifle on your tits. Uh, you, you, th- think? Oh, you think you're going to hang your rifle from your vagina? I <laughs> think you're going to put your rifle in your rack. I On your rack. I really interpreted it as like, you know, he's... Hanging it off the boobs. No, well, <laughs> I didn't put them together. You're right. Okay. I mean, It you... doesn't make sense either way. 
it's but it's very catchy and it's probably a great song. In fact, you know what? If I remember when I'm editing this episode, I'm gonna look up and see if that's a real song and drop a, a clip from it. Okay. Let's go around. He's got the rifle, I got the rack. <laughs> But it goes without saying that one of the most enjoyable parts of Christmas has always been giving gifts to the children. There's nothing like watching their sleepy eyes turn wide when they see the presents under the tree. Oh my God, I was almost right that there was a kid named Truck. When Track and Bristol Track. were little... good job! I was overflowing with energy and... What? Okay, wait, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Nobody who has small children is overflowing with energy. This is an absolute, yes. this is the biggest lie Sarah Palin has ever told. I love that you're like the parent in you just like totally threw down there. Yeah, this is, this, this is bullshit. Uh-huh. I was overflowing with energy and all those new mom ideas. So I decided to lead them to their gifts gradually. <laughs> what? I don't think, I think what you lead someone to their deaths. Right. Right. Gradually. Okay. By creating Christmas scavenger hunts. I'd give them the first clue in their stockings, which would lead them to the second clue, which would lead them That's to the how third. It works. That is how it yes. works. <laughs> it was delightful Thank to see their explaining. growing anticipation as they got closer to their big present. Okay. That was that's how Todd felt also. Yep. Which might have been a BB gun, a doll, or the perfect lunchbox. Anything uh-huh. besides new underwear and more wool socks. Yes, the scavenger hunt added a little adventure to an already amazing day. Gosh. Here's the sad part about this book. Uh-huh. A lot of people love this book, I bet. Oh, I I don't remember what the reviews were, but I'm sure it's like a thousand four and a half star reviews. Y- you and I will never write a book that is as popular as this book. We'll never write a book that is as popular as like... Any of the books we cover on this show. I know. That's, That's so sad. We should be doing something else really? with our lives. Really? God. I mean, um, <laughs> we should write shitty novels. Can we, can we like write some Christian stuff? <laughs> I'm really um, well-versed in that. Would you believe that more than 20 years later, this tradition still lives on in the Palin household? Even though the kids are now receiving electronics and clothes instead of Hot Wheels, I still create a labyrinth of clues for the Christmas morning gift hunts. Would you believe it? Uh, I, I guess. No, I don't. <laughs> Um, she creates a labyrinth of clues, and then the kids get eaten by a minotaur. <laughs> I love tradition, but I have to admit, it's kicking my butt. Um, I, I'm a little offended by the language used in this Kick, book. Kicking your butt? Yeah. Yep. I thought this was a family book. Yeah, but seriously. Okay. Let's, let's press on anyway. What would you say? What would you rather? Kicking your behind? Would Maybe hiney. Hiney? Yeah. Kicking your hiney? I've hidden clues in every cookie jar. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Again, <laughs> Todd. Todd is having an excellent Christmas again. Out in the wood pile, on the gate, under chunks of wild game in the freezer. No, come yep. on. It's like every cliche. <laughs> do we do this behind though? Behind I a bet, moose. I do we do we, this in Seattle? No. No, we totally do this. What? No, I mean, like, if we were writing a book based If we were in writing Seattle, a shitty book full of cliches, we would fill it with cliches? Yes. <laughs> What would it, what would we be hiding it under? Like uh, a box of smoked salmon. Yeah. Um. I don't know. What other shit do we have in Seattle? A pine tree. Um, truffle. A uh, a uh, uh, sea salt truffles in the freezer. Um. Like under under a a cup of espresso with, with latte art. Yeah. Um. Know. You know other mm-hmm. dumb shit we do. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> on the truck's trailer hitch and even on the dog's collar. Not only if I run out of good hiding places, but I'm sure the kids are absolutely annoyed that they still have to spend those cold, cold Christmas mornings searching high and low for their next clue. So I ask myself, can't I just please stay in my pajamas, sit hot coffee, and look out over Lake Lucille while the kids open their presents in front of the warm fireplace, please? 
but mom guilt nudges me awake at dawn to hide God. clues in bird feeders and bathtubs. Nobody is asking you to do so that. So I can keep the magic alive at least one more year. And this gets to the heart of it, doesn't it? Oh, Jesus. These Christmases are more fragile than I want to admit. Since Todd and I first began our life together, so much has happened. So much. We've experienced five babies, countless... (laughs) Experienced five babies? You know, any experience of babies. It sounds like you had no part of that. (laughs) Well, I mean... In bringing them into the world. They just pop out sometimes. (laughs) I don't know how it works. We've experienced five babies, countless scraped knees and stitches, 20 iron dog races, seven political campaigns, two tear-filled army deployments and safe returns, one vice presidential run, two amazing grandchildren, more than one ridiculous magazine cover, and a few bumps in the road along the way. It's a miracle what families can endure, and I've always appreciated our ability to stick together through the toughest of times. It seems inherent and perfectly appropriate that families do circle the wagon in challenging times. No matter what, my family will always do Christmas together. Mm. Because she's out of the... She's she's traveling the whole rest of the year for sure. Oh, of course, I mean, she's, yeah. Speaking to no, she hasn't seen these kids. The mom, yeah, the mom guilt isn't because right. of the the. Uh, she sees these kids once, once a, a year. year. <laughs> like I need to get all of this guilt assuaged. And like, she's sitting there like, oh, I I I I couldn't I just have my coffee and look out over <laughs> Lake Blue Seal or whatever she said. But no, she's like, it's the one day. <laughs> yeah. No. Fuck. I hate this. I hate this. But while our family has worked hard to hold tight to our Christmas traditions. I wonder just how easy it will be in the future to joyfully and openly celebrate Christmas. Christmas has come under attack in recent years, and it's not just some figment of the religious rights imagination. Yes, it It is. It certainly is. I think of this every time I see a news story about an ACLU letter warning a school district not to sing Silent Night, or when a college group isn't permitted to advertise a Christmas tree sale, or when Merry Christmas is replaced by the more politically correct Happy Holidays, all to avoid giving offense. I'm concerned that the years of relentless attacks against the holiday will eventually drain the joy from our public spaces as well as from our minds and hearts. And we talk this over while we're playing Circle the Wagons Around the Eskimos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm, I'm sure the Eskimos are having a great Christmas. I'm sure. Too. Um, that brings us to our game. Okay. Um, you know, I, you know, how could you not agree with Sarah Palin that uh, all of the dro- joy and meaning are being drained out of Christmas um, by uh, well-meaning liberals? Yeah. Um, who with uh, with an agenda to take all of the Jesus out of it? Yeah. But why stop at Christmas? I ask. Um, you yeah. know. There, we have dozens of holidays in this country. It's one of the best things about being an, an, an American that we, there's a stupid holiday every fucking day. Yeah. Um, and I think we've, we've lost touch of, uh, with the real meaning of a lot of them. And so I want to ask you and, uh, and share a few myself, like some, some important American celebrations that I think we, we've gotten away from the true reason for the season and uh, share some ideas on how to get it back. All right. Um, may I go first? Yes. Um, I think we need to reclaim Administrative Professionals Day, because when you think about it, who's the origi- original Administrative Professional? It's St. Peter, the secretary at the at the pearly gates. Oh, right? you know, secretary? Well, I mean, he, he sits office at the reception man- desk. Office manager? I think that they now say office manager instead okay. of secretary. Well, I believe in tradition. Okay. I don't like new words. Oh, okay. Um. But uh, yeah, we, I mean, we've completely forgotten about St. Peter and like most of the people who get honored on Administrative Professionals Day now are women. True. Yeah. 
True that. So you're going to put the man back in Secretary's Day. So let's day. put this together. Okay. Let's um, for for Administrative Professionals Day. Um, Order your secretary to decorate the reception desk to look like the pearly gates and tell her to wear something sexy for once. Oh, for once. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. Yeah. I think that's fabulous. I think I completely didn't do this game right. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, that was a very good example of uh, putting the religion back into uh-huh. uh, a holiday. Um, I was going to focus on a holiday that all of us know so much about, but we don't really follow it correctly. Okay. And that's Purim. Oh, great. Yeah. So I feel like we have speaking, really... Speaking as a, as a good Jew, yeah. I do not know what this holiday it's is about. It's the harvest celebration. Okay, that makes sense. And um, I feel like we have, over the years, taken the Toshin out of the Hamantoshin. <laughs> and, and I don't enjoy my cookies as much. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. it doesn't... When you eat the cookie, the Toshin with the Hamantoshin, mm-hmm. you... It's like the blood of Christ. Oh, yeah. But in Jew form. But it tastes like literally millions of poppy seeds. Yep. Um, and prunes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all I got for You're right. That. Okay. Oh, okay. I got, I got one more, which okay. is um, Lincoln's birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we've definitely lost touch with the true meaning of Lincoln's birthday. And uh, so, I always go to the theater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a dumb joke. That's good. No, no. This uh, Next year, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to celebrate um, by growing a beard, wearing a top hat, and shooting a bunch of racist separatists. Very good. I like right? that. Yeah. I have All one... things Lincoln did. I have one more. Okay. Which is that I don't believe that we really cherish um, the holiday of Klezmer anymore. <laughs> Wait, is that a holiday? See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm the problem. <laughs> yeah, that was the joke. <laughs> okay, great. Um, all right, well, I think we're probably about out of time. I'm sorry. I know I know you want to hear more. It was a good pick. I was Thank worried you. after I was worried too. the art of the deal because that, that was, was just, not, not it just good. made me angry. Uh-huh. And this one... This one seems harmless by comparison, right? Yeah, kind of. It seems just... Quaint. Um, so, uh, what do you have for us next time? Oh, I'm extremely excited. Okay. <laughs> extremely excited. So am I. I don't know what it is. Okay. It's an accidentally, accidentally yours novel called Accidentally in Love with dot, 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 a god. Oh, wow. Have we done an accidentally yours novel before? We have this- not. Okay. But we have done this author before. Who's the author? Mimi Jean Pamphiloff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am very, very excited. Uh, all right. You can find us at lookinsidethisbookclub.com in case you forget what the next book is and you want to read ahead. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, um, which uh, stands for uh, Look Inside This Bountiful Christmas. Aww. I was going to say Look Inside Bristol's Children. <laughs> Or or another thing that starts with C. Um, And uh, see you next time. Wait. See you next Tuesday. Shut up. Leave us a review, please. We are stuck at 27. You know how Uh, I I don't like being stuck at numbers. That's a very unlucky number. It's very unlucky. So please leave us a review. Um, Tell us uh, what the name of your... Uh, holiday that you really wish. Tell us how listening to Look Inside This Book Club helped you to get back in touch with a, a holiday that's important to you and your family. Yeah, please. Circle the wagons. Yeah, circle the wagons. Bye. <laughs> don't make me laugh. It's been a hard week. Don't make don't, me don't laugh. Don't make you laugh on the comedy show? Okay. No. All right. This is going to be our most serious episode ever. <laughs>